Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Future friends, haters, and ex-lovers, welcome back to another episode of Crimes of the Heart. I'm your host, Rory Uphold. And today we have a unique crime, the first of its kind, and a guest that I've been a fan of for hmm, a while now. But before we get into it, I have some exciting news. If you know me outside of this podcast, like from Instagram or TikTok or the real world, <laughs> then you know that I am obsessed, obsessed with skincare, which is why I am thrilled to be able to announce that this episode is sponsored by Osea. Mm-hmm, that's right, Osea, one of my absolute favorite clean skincare lines. As you guys know, I ask every guest about their self-love practice, and part of my self-love practice is taking care of my skin for a number of reasons. It's the largest organ we have. And part of it is about the ritual. Part of it is that I am vain and I do like to see results. And the other part of it is it's like something that I can do to give back to myself. And I have been using Osea products for so long now. Like I was a fan of Osea long, long, long before they were ever podcast sponsors. And I've personally purchased and repurchased so many of their products because I believe in the brand. The brand is exceptional, their products work. So this is really easy for me because I know that if you're listening and you go out and you buy Osea because of the show, you're gonna be happy. <laughs> like I don't have to, I don't feel like I have to sell it too hard because I just genuinely love it. And I know that you really can't miss with any of their products. Personally, for me, right now, this is what I'm using. The Andaria Collagen Lotion, which lives next to the soap by my bathroom sink, and their Andaria Algae Body Oil, which I use after I get out of the shower to help me like lock in the moisture from post-shower and to soften my skin. Both of them smell incredible. Like it's light and citrusy and not too overpowering. I just, I love all of their products. Smell amazing, feel amazing. I started using the collagen lotion and when I use it regularly, like, Deadass, I, I notice a difference in my skin texture. And neither product is greasy or sticky, which is something I really cannot, I can't handle that. Like honestly, I could do a whole podcast episode on the ingredients that Osea uses and why these products are so good, but I know that's not why you're here. <laughs> Although if anybody wants to talk seaweed with me, like let's get into it. But I will say this, Osea has been making products that are both safe for your skin and for the planet for 27 years. Everything they do is vegan, cruelty-free, and I love this part, climate neutral certified. So you don't ever have to choose between your values and your best skin. And 
I can't say this for every sponsor, but I can say this for Osea. If you have any questions about their products, feel free to email me at the link below in the show notes or DM me on Instagram or TikTok because like I said, I actually use Osea so I can answer any questions you might have. And while I mentioned the Andaria line, like I said, I, I love their atmosphere cream. Like I could just go on and on and on. I really have used so many of their products. I'm just telling you what I'm specifically into right now because I feel like we're getting into fall. I'm transitioning that summer skin into the fall skin. I'm really focusing on like hydration, softness. I would just wanna get my glow back, if you know what I mean. So those are the two products that I'm like doubling down on. But like I said, I've used so many products from this line that I'm more than happy to talk about kind of anything you have a question on. So prep your skin for fall with clean vegan skincare from Osea. And right now, we have a special discount just for our listeners. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code CRIMES at oseamalibu.com. So head to oseamalibu.com and use the code CRIMES for 10% off. That was really exciting for me. (laughs) Okay, so like I said, today's guest is someone I'm a fan of. He's an influencer, a TikTok star, a comedian, and a total babe. I am talking about none other than Mr. Nick Norsha. Welcome to Crimes of the Heart. Well, hello. Thank you for having me, Rory. I'm so excited. I'm so excited, too. It's weird because I feel like we're friends, even though we've only hung out once. (laughs) Well, that one time was, you know, life-changing. I am so excited for the listeners to get to meet you in this way, because... You are hilarious, and I feel like you are my gay counterpart. Oh, well, thank you. I'm, I'm so excited to chat and gossip and just hear all the crazy stories. All right, well, let's, let's get into it. Let's do it. Okay. A quick disclaimer. Our episodes deal with serious incidents and triggering subject matter. If you feel like at any time you need support, Please do not hesitate to grab a cocktail, share this with a friend, or contact us with your own stories. We are here to listen and liberate. Contact information can be found in the show notes. The names in the following episode have not been changed to protect the innocent and guilty. I was like, oh my goodness. I just got ghosted in real life. It was like a roller coaster. You know, like when you're climaxing, you're there and you're just there and it just, it goes nowhere. And you're like, fuck. This is Chino. Our story takes place during a snowstorm in Utah in February of 2023. And it deals with ghosting. Ah, ghosting. Most of us have done it and we hate when it's done to us. And oftentimes we're left to wonder what happened and did we do something to cause it? But today's story is also a lesson in rejection is protection. I've been single for about eight months and I was like, I need to feel something, you know? Like, I want to feel something. And so I was like, let's get back on the app. Normally, this would mean Tinder. I usually go on Tinder, right? And I'm looking for love, hopeless romantic. And that's me. But on this night, Chino decides to switch it up. He decides to download Grindr. And I'm scrolling through profiles and one of the profiles caught my eye. It said, DL, curious. And so I was like, been there, done that. Chino clicks on the profile and shoots him a message. I said, hey, what's up? He only spoke Spanish. I was like, oh, perfect. You have Espanol también. Like, I speak Spanish too. They message back and forth. Then, DL Curious sends Chino an unsolicited but very appreciated face pic. I was like, oh, okay, you're cute. But it was time, so I couldn't screenshot it or anything. He sent an expiring photo, which means that it disappears after 10 seconds. Despite the time crunch, Chino can see that Mr. DL is his type. He was a light-skinned Mexican with colored eyes, brown, light hair, no facial hair. His eyebrows were surprisingly really nice and really in shape. He had really beautiful teeth and a nice smile. In other words, he was a babe. It's sad to say, but it's like, oh, he's too hot for me. Like, he was too cute for me. But I was like, okay, like, if the opportunity arose, I'm going to take advantage of this. Chino sends him a face pic back, and the two exchange some flirty banter. They don't discuss whether or not Mr. DL has ever hooked up with a man before. And 
I assumed he has it, but maybe he has and he just wanted to experiment just a little bit more. I never really asked, but that's my guess. Chino's last ex was on the DL, so this was not an issue for him. And he tells Mr. DL to come over, then sends him his address. I said, hey, I live here come show up and so after that he says okay i'll be there in 15 minutes i was like perfect that gives me enough time to clean my room make it tiny you know put some stuff away chino starts racing to clean up his house he's excited it's been a minute since he had a house guest and mr dl is cute He was really handsome, like he was really handsome. He really was. And I was willing to be his little experiment, you know, like, okay, like I'll help you out. Then out of nowhere, Mr. DL sends Chino a photo and not just any photo. He sends me a dick pic and I was like, oh, he's gifted, okay. So I was a little bit scared. I was a little scared, right? Given my like first time, first week on the apps, I was like, oh my gosh, like I wanna perform well. I was like, am I gonna act right? I'm just preparing myself, buttering myself up. Chino can see that Mr. DL is getting closer. Because on Grindr, if they have the feature on, you can see if they're getting closer and closer and closer. So he started getting closer and closer. Like it went from five miles away to two miles to 2,000 feet. And it kept going down. And I was like, okay, he's coming. And the closer Mr. DL gets, the more nervous Chino becomes. I was like preparing myself like, okay, all right, we're going to do this. All right, like, hoof, hoof, hoof. Like, hoof, it's been months. Like, we're getting back into it. Because again, he's gifted. And the plan is... To go all the way. Chino can see that Mr. DL is minutes away. I have cameras in my house, right? Outside, and I was just watching the cameras, like <laughs> waiting for his arrival. Until finally, he arrives and he's like, Hey, I'm here. I'm like, Perfect. Okay, come inside. I'm in the house with the lights on. But Mr. DL messages Chino to come outside and get him. And I was like, uh, I'm in socks and I'm in sandals and I'm in shorts. People say, like, This is not the attire to wear, but I'm like, I'm not going on a date. It's just like a doom doom doom, you know, we're gonna do this. But Mr. DL is not backing down. He keeps on telling me, like, come outside and get me. And I'm like, no, there's a blizzard. You would think a blizzard would stop somebody from getting laid, right? No, not in this town. So Chino reconsiders. And I'm like, should I really go outside? I'm like, okay, whatever, like anything, you know, to get something, right? So I open the door and I'm standing outside my door. He walks to the edge of his porch and spots a white SUV about 200 feet away. It was a SUV, like Chevy Blazer, like a 2020, 2021. I'm like, hey, like, hey, this is me. Come here. Chino is waving to him, but Mr. DL doesn't get out of his car. So Chino messages him to say that this is him. He knows what I look like. The same picture on my TikTok profile is the same picture that I sent him. So he knew what I look like, right? And no, he's insisting me to walk over there to him. And I'm like, I'm scratching my head. I'm like, do you not see how I am? Chino tries to motion up and down to show that he's in shorts and sandals, but Mr. DL isn't having it. He continues to tell Chino to come and get him from the car. I'm like, okay, whatever. I'm gonna walk towards you then. I'm gonna come get you. Like, I just wanna get this it's past midnight. I want to sleep well tonight. He steps off the front porch and starts to walk toward the Chevy Blazer. And as he steps in front of the house, his security lights illuminate the driveway. And of course it's snow, right? And I didn't shovel. I slip. I did a little slip. And thankfully I didn't fall on my ass. But I did a little slip. I controlled myself. And I did a little hoppity hop. And that's when I started noticing him backing away. Chino is knee deep in fresh snow, in his sandals and shorts, when he sees the white blazer reversing. And I'm like, oh, okay, he's gonna reposition himself because obviously there's snow. The car is still about 200 feet away from the house, but there's several inches of snow in the driveway. So it makes sense that Mr. DL is trying to reposition his car. However... No, he started going forward and then he started continuing going forward until eventually he drove away. Chino can't believe his eyes. I was like, oh my goodness. I just got ghosted in real life. He stands there for a moment, stunned. I just looked at the blizzard. I looked at myself. I looked at my sandal, my chunk glass, and I'm just like, I was just laughing at myself. I'm like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> then he looks around to make sure none of his neighbors are outside. 
because... That'd be embarrassing. As he trudges back to his house in the snow, Chino starts to wonder what the fuck just happened. Because... I'm not ugly. Like, I'm, I'm pretty cute. I'm decent. Like, I'm pretty cute. Did Mr. DL get cold feet? Was he turned off by the shorts and the sandals? Was this part of some larger kink? Chino's mind is racing. It was just like a weird situation. Like, either public humiliation that he gets off of, or he saw the phone in my hand and maybe there's somebody else in the car and they were trying to kidnap me or do something to me. So I don't know if I dodged a bullet there. I don't know. Chino's heard stories about grinder hookups gone wrong. He marches back inside and sends Mr. DL a nasty message. I get back inside and I sent him this mean message. I was like, if you ever come back to my house, I will kick your ass. I have cameras, you idiot. It was like the meanest message, but in Spanish. Chino waits till he can see that Mr. DL has read his message. But before he can respond... I immediately blocked him. Like, I didn't want a response. I didn't want an excuse. I didn't want to hear it. I'm like, we're done here. He decides that this is enough excitement for the night and does not go back to the app for another hookup. I'm going to bed. But his mind keeps coming back to what happened in that driveway. Upon reflection, Chino thinks... Honestly, I don't even think that was his actual face, to tell you the truth. Because I don't think a DL person would expose himself that way. And he probably just sent a picture to like, oh, let's find a cute guy to lure this one in. Because, again... He was too beautiful. So, Chino thinks that Mr. DL... It was a catfish. It was, it was definitely a catfish. I don't know. It was something. It was something. I don't know, to tell you the truth. Even now, Chino isn't sure what happened that night. Was it cold feet? The ick? A niche king? Or something more sinister? If Mr. DL was catfishing, it stands to reason that on this night, Chino's ice-cold rejection was also his protection. If a catfish came to his home, nothing good was going to come of this night. At best, he would be disappointed, albeit no more disappointed than he already was. And at worst, well, I think we all know how this could have ended. So the next time you end up getting ghosted, just remember, it could be worse. You could be in sandals in a snowstorm. And for anyone looking for love, Chino's contact information can be found in the show notes. Poor Chino. I know. He's such a babe. Bless his heart. Mm. So what do you think happened? I mean, because it's the DL guy, I think the tale is old as time. They, they're they so like on their toes about coming. I'm surprised he sent the photo. Okay. Because DL guy like never, like you have to milk a photo out of them. Uh, a face photo. Oh, right, right. Not a, I think it probably not was a DP. A yeah, no, not a DP. I, I, that's what I thought the first photo was. Yeah, and of it was course. An unsolicited yeah. face photo. I was like, oh, wait, oh, that makes sense because it's a DL guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think the guy wasn't either, it was either catfish or he, he just had cold feet and was like, I can't do this, I can't do this and then pulled mm. out. That pulled out in a different kind of way. <laughs> not the way that he was hoping for. Not the, not the way that Cheeto was hoping for. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Major. Wow. Yeah, I know. Nothing like that has ever happened to me before. No, like a like a real life ghosting. A real life ghosting. Takes, I mean, I, I'm sure Chino realized it wasn't him. It was the guy. But yeah. Like that's still yeah. like it's it's real humiliation for it's sure like, it's one thing to be like oh he's not he didn't reply he left me on red right but when you see someone physically they're leave like the premises, they eye you and then they're like mm, they're deuces like, mm, mm, no. we good but oh. as long as he sent like the actual photo of himself like there was no reason why when chino left the house he would have like left i know I'm like, if you sent the photo and you are who you are in the photo then like there's no reason to back out i hear about it happening in la where guys get robbed like grinder hookups gone wrong where I've guys I've, I've heard a lot of dudes getting robbed mm-hmm. so i don't know maybe it was like that situation and when the lights went on with the cameras yeah whoever was in the car was like oh not this <laughs> not this bitch <laughs> I, I thought about that too yeah with the, with the security cameras yeah like, okay that could have been another factor it could have been another factor like, oh, this guy has like cameras mm-hmm. or he has cameras and he's so dl he has a wife and kids he Ooh. thinks this guy's gonna see footage <gasps> and use it as bait oh wow okay yeah wow mm-hmm I guess we'll never know, which, by the way, drives me nuts. Yeah, I know. We want to get to the bottom of this. I'm so nosy. I'm like, I need to know. Who is this man? Who is this man? Let's find him. Have you ever been ghosted? Uh, yeah. Many, you not, have? Not, not in that no, sense. No, not IRL. Like, not, yeah, not IRL. Um, but yeah, I've been ghosted plenty of times. Really? Um, yeah. In like, I find that shocking. Thank you. Yeah, the world will shock you. 
<laughs> men will men men are shocking. Men now, are uh, shocking. Sh- yeah, that's the nicest way to say that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so predictable. It's so crazy because you are a man and you're into men, and also you're aware. Yeah, that we suck. Yeah. No, I I say it all the time. I'm like, if God only made women, this world would be a much better place. <clears throat> and I, that's coming from a man. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, pew, 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 pew. <laughs> so have you ever been catfished? I've never been catfished when the person's not who they say they are. I've been catfished when I show up to a hookup and their photo is about 20 years prior to I've had that what too. they are. And I'm I like, had that too. oh, you've... <laughs> put on some pounds and you gained some wrinkles and i was like and um, lost some hair <laughs> yeah your 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 forehead is, where to her forehead is, is grown <laughs> yeah <laughs> see yeah. <laughs> i'm like sir you are missing a few things and i see you have added a few things <laughs> the math is not mathing here yeah you, you forgot to carry the one uh, you know. <laughs> exactly. uh no so yeah i've been ghosted in, or sorry i've been catfished in that sense mm. um, what did you do i am so bad at being a dick and being like no and turning around and leaving yeah so i just like came in and sat on the couch and like we had a chat and I was friendly but then when he tried to advance I was like oh no I'm not like feeling it I'm gonna head out because when it comes Good to banter. grinder, if yeah. it's like there's like a banter when it's like I'm horny I'm horny here's my address here's my address that kind right. of thing is like that's you're not gonna have banter no. but it, if it's like how's your day going what do you do like kind of mm-hmm. that thing mm-hmm. that's kind of what we had and he was cute or he was cute yeah um, he was <laughs> cute in 2003 2003 was a great year for him <laughs> um and so anyway so I was like you know like we became kind of friendly on the app so mm-hmm. I'll continue to be nice okay in the living room yeah um but like i'm not like sexually into him at this point in time it never will be yeah <laughs> due to <laughs> i'm the same way you would not think that with me you would I, I think that most people listening would go wait you get weird and i go i get really nice too oh that's a for i th- i would think you are a stone cold bitch and would just slam- not no offense i, I love <laughs> that like, are you, you have, kidding me i no, wish i had you. more of that in me but and sometimes <laughs> sometimes i am A lot of like, I'm really good at asserting my boundaries, Mm -hmm. AKA being a bitch. But if you catch me off guard, like this catfish did, I will roll with it because (laughs) I won't know what to do. And this man showed up. He looked like he ate his former self, but like eight years ago, Mm -hmm. lost a bunch of hair. And the worst part was he was in like sweatpants. But like mismatched sweatpants and like a waffle knit shirt that didn't cover his belly. It was awful. Mm-mm. It was really bad. I, I buckled in for a three hour long date. Now this isn't charity season. You can't be doing that. I, I know, <laughs> but I didn't I, I didn't know what to do and I didn't see any exits. I was like, oh God. It was bad. It was bad, yeah. yeah. So I also can get wrapped up in the Well when you're bamboozled, it's like what do you like you're like, what do I do I at know. this point? I know. know. It was so. it was awful. So anyway. You you use grinder, yeah? I do. I do okay. use grinder. Do you like grinder? I do. Do and I do. I have a love hate relationship with it. I delete it like half the year. It's deleted half the year. I have it on. I have it on. And then do you use any other apps or no? I use Hinge. Hinge. For okay. Dates. For dates, mm-hmm. which I you are to, a professional yeah, at. Yes, I'm a, I'm a serial dater, <laughs> and I admitted. Admitted. Well, because it's so hard when you have like I had I had Raya too. I finally mm-hmm. ended Raya because I was like, why am I paying twenty dollars to match with men that live in Madrid? Like this isn't <laughs> making sense. So I stopped that because I couldn't find guys in LA, and so then. Hinge has been like where I date but between Instagram and Hinge it's like you have the DMs and you're like going on dates with guys so you I might be like in a month in one week go on three different dates whoa two dates that's like a full-time job I know it's it's but I haven't done it in in a while but like when I'm in my dating mood Mm -hmm. right now I'm not as long as it's like I I would say by the third date is when I like need to stop dating if we're gonna go past three dates but you never do I usually don't okay for I don't know why. <laughs> this is going to be a therapy session. Yes, we can is. talk about that. I'm like, let's dive in. So why is that? <laughs> um, I wonder if there isn't some... Oh, man. I was going to say this theory, and I want to preface it by just saying uh, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. So also take it with a grain of salt. Um, I wonder if it has something to do with having to conceal who you were for so long, Mm -hmm. the the fact that you weren't out, that it does breed a certain like avoidant tendency, you know, because avoidance want, it's it's not that they don't, I mean, you want a boyfriend. We've talked about this. You Mm -hmm. want to be in love. I think a a classic avoidant wants it, but the second it gets kind of close, pushes back or puts up a wall out of a, out of Mm self-protection. And I wonder if there's a connection there just between, you know, the experiences you had for 
th- up until college for anybody yeah. listening you came out in college mm-hmm. i don't know i mean that definitely makes sense because yeah it's like it, <clears throat> i i've always wanted a boyfriend but then it's usually me i always just kind of freak out once a guy's like showing interest and i'm like oh whoa whoa wait hold on and then i either stop replying or like not necessarily maybe okay fine i ghost them or Ooh. i just like kindly say you know like oh i'm not looking for this at this time but that's like the nice way of saying i, I you know want to stop seeing you <laughs> <laughs> me i recently reconnected with an ex and i need to see where it goes <laughs> if you ever get one of those texts from me i just wasn't into it <laughs> that's, that's a cute way of putting it yeah it got used on me use oh and then i co-opted funny. it okay I was like, oh, that was good. That was a good. Yeah, I'm going to be using that's that. That's a good line. <laughs> because you can't, it's like you can't fight the past. Mm-hmm. There's nothing, oh, my ex? You can't compete with my ex. I've been with my ex. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It kind of takes a little bit of the edge off, I think. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe not. So dating in LA. Oh, it's a blast. A blast. Mm-hmm. Here, you want this? Oh, thank you. Yeah. How'd you. How could you tell I had no water? I'm psychic. <laughs> psychic. She's a witch, this a bitch a, and a, a witch. This is a tin can, and I picked it up, and she could tell that there was no water in it. Yeah, I know. I was like, he is thirsty. Get that man some water. Oh, thank you. So, TLDR, you're from the South. I'm from the South, Southern boy. Came out in college. Mm-hmm. Haven't had a boyfriend. No. Date a lot. Yeah, I, like for and yes. for anybody that's not gonna go to our Instagrams, womp womp, he's really hot, really hot. <laughs> oh, thank you. Like the hottest, immediately set you up with one of my friends. <laughs> you did, and I yeah. appreciated that. He was really sweet. Yeah, we hit it off. I, you guys got to go on a second date. I'm I'm angling for that. I feel like you both have crazy schedules. We did. We were going. He, yeah, he was really busy. Yeah, and then he actually reached out. And was like, hey, I'm almost done. We should come. When I'm back in LA, we should hang out again. And I was like, yes, we should. And you and were then, like, I recently reconnected with my ex. <laughs> no, I said, I, I replied, I was like, yes, we should. And then honestly, when I was driving here, I was like, she's probably going to bring that up. And I literally was like, what happened? I was like, I replied. And I checked. I was like, no, I replied. Oh. He just never followed through, but I didn't follow through too because it's, it's a two way street. You know, I don't care. So anyway. I don't care. <laughs> I, I'm not going to. When I set people up, it leaves my hands and then it's up to the, you and the universe. Yes. You know? You let go and you let God. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm going to trust it with God, but yeah. Well, that's. Look at point in case <laughs> that's been my motto and look at me <laughs> i love I need, it you need to find a new mo- oh my show. god so dating in la is hard why do you think it's hard because of the options and the mm-hmm. attractiveness out here it's like Tyranny there's always every season there's new men and new men coming in and like so many single people so many relationships that are open it's just like it's just such a cesspool of like attractive men yeah horny like sex it's just everything and yeah. you get like lost in it and it's like a buffet of it, all of your favorite foods it's like it's never gonna it, run out it, yes and so it's kind of like one of those things where it's fun and then you kind of get lost in it but then you like remember oh i want if you want that like white picket fence golden retriever like house on the cul-de-sac life mm-hmm. um then is that what you want I mean, I think eventually, okay. but like I do, like I do, I would love that and House in the Hamptons, maybe. Okay. Um, but like that's really hard to find here. It's not impossible. I know people that have, but well, like we're on the West Coast. We are on the West Coast, so maybe uh, Malibu. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Palm Springs doesn't like scream to me. I don't know. Uh, um, yeah, because I don't know. There's it's a desert. A <laughs> hundred and four degrees. First off, skincare kids. Yeah. Right. Uh, but. So I think it's it's honestly just people don't want to commit and mm. I'm included in that. Like yeah. when I do start liking a guy, I'm like, wait, this means I can't like, or maybe I can if we're open, but like I would prefer not to be. But like, I'm like, oh, this means like when I go to bars, I can't just like see a hot guy and go make out, make out with him or like flirt with him yeah. if like I'm like have a boyfriend. Yeah. And it's like, you have to give that up, which I think you just have to find the person that you want to that give, that, want up to give that up with. I mean, you felt that a couple times. Oh, I have. Like yeah, I, yeah. twice here, I've been here a year and a half and twice I've fallen for uh, two guys that I was like ready to date. Unfortunately, they, the feelings weren't mutual. I, they need to get their heads checked. You know. Yeah. (laughs) Not everyone has 2020 vision. (laughs) Not me, (laughs) but I correct it. I come corrected. Do you have any examples of like the worst, worst dates you've ever been on? And I have a really really bad dating experience. It's a really long story, but I've, I technically have been kind of ghosted in IRL now that I think about it. Okay. Do you want me to tell you? Yeah. Okay. So basically I was long-term, long distance Instagram dating this guy. Yes. I was in Mississippi. He was in LA. Yes. This was in 2020. Right. Like January, 2020. Mm-hmm. And we were like chatting and we'd like FaceTime and we like text every day. And then come around like 
February, March, I was like, okay, it's been two, two months in. Like, I, I want to come, like, see you. Yeah. Because I didn't want him to come to Mississippi. What was I going to show him? And um, so I was going to go to see him for a weekend. And then I was working for this director yes. who is based in Mississippi. And he was hap- He was going to be in L.A. that weekend as oh, well. so perfect. So I was like, perfect. Instead we'll of go. just like, go- yeah. And so and, and my boss stays at this gorgeous house. And when I've traveled with him, I stay there too. So I was like, well, this is perfect. Instead of, and he already agreed to me to come stay with him during a weekend. But I didn't want to be like, I'm going to come for a week, but I'm going to so stay like, with you. I'm going to go crash yeah. with my hot boy. Yes. I was like, I'm going to go on the weekend, crash with this cutie. But the week prior, I'm going to work in LA yeah. at my boss's, like in this nice, nice house in West Hollywood. Oh, no. So that I'm not like on top of this guy that, yeah. you know, a, a week's too long to stay. So I come in on a Tuesday. We meet up because we never met in IRL. We meet up, go out for Taco Tuesday, and I did stay the night with him that night. But I like met his friends. It wasn't like a date. It was just like I met his friends. We grabbed tacos like at a bar, and that was it. We did hook up. Yeah. And then the rest of the week, I we just texted, but I was working. Yeah. And then Friday rolls around, and this was the last oh, weekend bars were open. Oh wow. So this okay. was when people were started being like okay, dropping like flat. So all my friends that I had met because I was living in Mississippi, but I had some friends in LA because I originally moved out to LA before getting the Mississippi job they were all like oh we're not going out this weekend so mm-hmm. i wasn't going to see like any of my friends but this guy was going to go out so i was like i guess i'll just go out with this guy that i came to see so yeah so he went out to go watch the rupaul at rocco's and okay. i was working late with my boss around like 6 p.m and this is when i will take some of the blame he, we were supposed to meet up at seven and then my bosses were like we're going to go to alice and janney's house for drinks do you want to mm-hmm. come and i was like Yes, I you were come. like, I'm sorry, that was rhetorical. I was right? like, yeah, I was like, like um, Queen Janney. He's like, they're like, don't you have plans? I was like, no, I don't. You're like, I don't know her. <laughs> I, like, I do not know her. I'm go see mom. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let's go see mom. Yeah. So we went there, mom. and so then basically, I was there for like three hours, and then couldn't. It was like 11 p.m. and I was like, hey, I'm coming out now. Like, mm-hmm. I'm gonna meet you out. So at that point, he's been drinking, and like, I didn't like ditch him. He was with his friends. Yeah. But I come out. We're at this bar. We're hanging out, and he's like talking to this other guy that's clearly into him, and it was just fine. I like walked up. What, do you think it was a game? I don't know. I don't know. Okay. But this guy was. They were just chatting, and I like walked up, and it was one of those conversations where you weren't really being included, but it was mainly the other guy was not including you. Yeah. And so I was like, whatever. I'm gonna go get a drink. So I went and grabbed a drink. Yeah came back and it took like 10 minutes and then they were still like I handed them the drink and they were still like kind of having like a AB conversation I saw my way out of it mm. and so I'm like gonna go dance so I was like kind of dancing and then his friend that I met on Tuesday comes up and starts dancing with me and tries like literally he kisses me and then I cut back I was like oh like Oh, what's You're going like, I'm on? literally staying with your friend. <clears throat> staying with your friend. We met. and This and is a was, red flag that you didn't know that. And he kept on trying to like kiss me. And I was like, so then at this point, I'm like, this guy clearly must not have told his best friend that I came from Mississippi to spend time with him, Ooh. which was like whatever that kind of pissed me off. But then at this point, it's been like 30 minutes and this guy is it's, not like giving yeah. me any attention. And I'm like, I have no other friends out and like whatever. So then I snapped at the friend that kept on trying to make out with me he's like what's he's like because i was kind of pissed off and he's like what's your problem i was like no i'm just like pissed at the guy's name scott fr- scott i was like scott's like hasn't given me any attention and yeah. he's like talking to some guy and like you know i don't care about that but like yeah. it's just like what it's annoying so then of course my dumb ass told him his best friend that who told scott, scott that and yeah. scott now thinks that i'm jealous like i'm this red flag this guy's freaking out that i'm like we, we, we aren't even boyfriends we've known we've been talking for two months and he's mad that i'm talking to a guy which was not the scenario right so now right, he, it was a right, miscommunication right. because of scott's best friend fucked it up who, he was trying to make out with me who triangulated the whole situation exactly so basically it was this whole thing okay, and then, sidebar sidebar this is just a quick little to because i got to say this i had this conversation with a girlfriend of mine i said when you're younger do not ever take your friend's advice when it comes to dating because they all have ulterior motives. That is a very But when you get older, always take your friend's advice. So like I think by the time people hit their 30s, they've seen it, they've been through enough bullshit. We've weeded through enough friends that have done us dirty Mm -hmm. that you're left with the people that I think you can trust. And if your girlfriends or your guy friends are like, "Mm mm-mm, they're shady or we we think you can do better or whatever it is, trust them. Mm -hmm. But I think when you're younger, you have those friends of Scott who yeah. are out there trying to make moves on the dude that you're seeing, and then you can't really trust that. Yeah. Anyway, please continue. That's true. So basically, the friend clearly told Scott. Scott like approaches me, and he's kind of like, "Dude, what's up? Like, you're freaking out." I'm like, "No, I'm not. I'm like, I'm not freaking out because of that. I'm like more mad that like it's been now an hour and like we yeah. haven't even really chatted, and I'm like kind of entertaining myself anyway." And, and he's I, like, I, I "How was Allison Janney?" And you were like, "Let's not <laughs> bring like, that up." I was like, "She's lovely." <laughs> you're, you're honestly like, "She's the best. You would love her." <laughs> Here's some photos. Uh, no, but uh, so basically, we kind of have this like 
chatter bit. And he, I could tell that he was annoyed, but I was like, it's just don't worry about I was like, kind of like, don't worry about it. It's misunderstanding, whatever. So then we're like leaving the bar to go to another bar. And this girlfriend from college, I ran into her on the street, which was just like so serendipitous because like I'm visiting in LA and she's no, visiting LA. And he leaves you? So I was just like, oh my God. So we're chatting, right? And as I'm chatting with her, I see him keep walking. I see him turn his head, but I didn't look to see. And this is at the intersection of Hollywood Boulevard and San Vicente. And he turns up San Vicente, which there is no bars up that road. So no. I'm like, why is he he's going home and he just keeps on going and i'm like does he not realize that he's left me behind so that as i'm having this conversation with this girl processing this like in in real life in real time i start crying because i'm a cancer moon <laughs> and i'm like she's like i'm a but, cancer moon but i was trying to like hold it all together and she could tell like you know when someone's like are you okay right before you're about to cry you just like lose oh, it so no. she was like are you are you okay and i was like no i don't know where i'm gonna go tonight and she's like what i was like this guy just left me and i'm like because i was gonna go stay, stay the night with, with him. him yeah and i'm like i'm not gonna be that guy texting him, him being like where'd you go like i'm supposed to be staying with you because once you like reject me, no 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 once i get rejection oh, i'm not gonna like you're you're out you smell a little whiff of rejection and yeah you're like, oh, i would I'm rather like, not i would rather die and so basically i'm like i, I wish no- i had more of that <laughs> i wish i had more of that that would have saved me a decades worth of trauma yeah i think it's an ego thing but he basically okay. re- like so i saw that and i was like in this moment this girl's like hugging me I'm crying and then this guy I, I feel a tap on my shoulder and it's this Instagram model guy that I have the biggest crush on that we follow each other but I've never met him and I'm meeting him now and re- like he's like do I know you and I'm literally sobbing and he's like and then he's like what are you doing in LA and I'm like and I, I snapped out of it and you're like going home with you baby <laughs> right I was like please if there's a god no but then mind you the girl that I met from college she's with like five other girls who I've not introduced myself to and he's like what are you doing in LA? Like, who are you here with? And I turned and I was just like, I'm with my girls. Like, we're out. And these girls are like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, we're just like hanging out. Like, and he's like, oh, come to this bar. And we go to this bar. And, and you're like, let's go, girls. Yeah, Shania t- Twain kicks in. <laughs> dun, dun. And then we go to this bar and there's a $10 cover and for, for oh. females because it's a oh, sexist world. And um, yeah, I got it Okay, normally free. it's the yeah, reverse, I know. It's the, yeah. uh, I'm from Atlanta. I'm used to the reverse. Yeah. But in West Hollywood, baby, we got we, mm-hmm. the cards are in our favor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But so we go to this bar and I, I paid the $50 for all five girls to get in. Wow. And then you took one for the team. And by the team, I mean you. Yes. And then the guy, the cute instrument model goes home with another boy. And at this <gasps> point, I like leave to walk outside. And I'm like, I guess I can go to a friend's that like knows that I'm in town. But I don't have like anything. Lined well, up. my suitcase was thankfully at the other place that I was staying the whole week because I had yet Whoa. to. Anyway, long story short. I, I walk out of Rocco's and it starts drizzling rain in LA at like one no. thirty, and I'm like so that was personal that was personal that was personal and I did walk from Rocco's to Selma Ave like on uh, Laurel Canyon uh-huh. that's about a mile and a half I think I, I walked it and the entire walk I did listen to Sam Smith radio and <laughs> I was crying the entire way um, and then the, 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 the ringer is the next day I did get on a flight to go back to Mississippi and I contracted COVID-19 in March of 2020, I was patient like Whoa. zero at like in Natchez, Mississippi. Because that was the weekend that LA shut down. Like the next day, like the governor was like, "Yeah, bars." Did are you closed. ever talk to Scott again? Yes, because when I moved back out here, he was mo- he was going back to Austin, Texas, because he's a Texan. And of course, he was moving out, and I guess who helped him move out of his apartment? Why? Okay, remember how I said when I hit rejection, I never go. Back? Yeah, so I lied. Uh, he was like, "I'm sorry, let's chat." And so then we chatted, and then we talked it out, and there was a miscommunication. Because he he is a genuine good guy. He he, he wasn't thinking when he left me in the streets, but yeah. like, it wasn't going to work out anyway. Okay. But well, anyway, yeah, because it was, you have a three-day rule. <clears throat> yes. So, but right. I did get ghosted and contract COVID nineteen in the same. That's weekend. pretty bad. That's a pretty it's bad pretty day. Awful. That's a pretty bad yeah. date. I don't love that. So I, that was the fastest I've told that story. I love that <laughs> for us. Okay, I'm going to like jump around a little bit because I, love it. I heard you on a podcast and you said something where the first couple of times you had sex with people, you thought you were in love with them, mm-hmm. and also you were raised evangelical. Yeah correct even i say evangelical but i'm also I don't, from the south no so no, no i don't know how to say it evangelical evangelical like conservative evangelical like correct. very like Evangel- my sister yes. went to liberty university if you know what that is no i don't know you what watch that the, is that's the how Hulu documentary the pool boy that that oh i that do know college, that <gasps> that scandal that is like the kind of upbringing i had not the wow. pool boy part but like Cretan. that world okay okay hypocrisy at its finest yes hypocrisy a lot of people that look like me but don't sound like me yes yes you would, you would aesthetically do great i know i really do <laughs> i really fit in They're with like, those oh, worlds white girl she's gonna do great blonde she hair blue eyes yeah and then all of a sudden my personality comes out and they're like burn her they're like burn, burn her. her to the stake she yeah. does not think <laughs> women should submit to men <laughs> yeah <laughs> i <laughs> digress so how did that change because 
I've also heard you talk about how like you are one with hookup culture, even though you kind of hate it. It's like a love hate thing. How did that transition for you? And I guess what I'm really getting at is how did you combat the shame you had around sex? Yeah, because that's, I think, at the heart of it. I read a book that really helped me and it was The Velvet Rage. And it's this psychiatrist that basically has spent 40 years seeing gay men and kind of wrote a book about like attacking the issues of like, why are gay men known to be so overtly sexual? Mm. Why are they have not tend to be monogamous? Why are they, and a lot of it goes back to like upbringing and shame and shame plays such a role in everything. Yeah. And so reading that kind of helped me like kind of unpack shame and unpack like why, like why we are who we are and kind of giving you empathy for your community, even though like sometimes you're, oh, I hate the gay community because of X, Y, Z. But it's like, mm-hmm. once you kind of have the empathy, it's like, well, if you're, if this person hurt you, like someone hurt them and not, yeah. not saying that it's okay, no, but of just kind of like empathy is like the most powerful tool to get through life. I, think, I fully agree. The world is unfair and shitty. Yeah. So that book really helped. And then, um, the velvet rage, the velvet rage. Do you think it would help women? I, I say this because I do think there's a lot of parallels between gay men and women. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of women grow up with the same kind of idea of it has to be a man and a woman. You wait till marriage. Um, If you're promiscuous, you know, slutty Mm -hmm. is bad. These kind of cliches that have been drilled into us, whether it's through religion or media or middle school, whatever that is. Right. And I didn't have that. Like I was raised in such a sex positive open. I went to art school. You know, I grew up with trans kids. Like this isn't my my experience is so atypical. Mm -hmm. So it makes sense that I have a podcast where I talk about pegging dudes that my parents listen to. (laughs) Do you know what I'm saying? Like we love a progressive queen. (laughs) We do. Hey mom, what up girl? Um, To answer your question, I think, I mean, I think anyone could benefit from it. Anyone that has experienced shame, I think that's the big thing. The, the, the approach the book takes is like growing up gay in a heteronormative world. Mm. So anyone that's grown up in a world where they feel like they, it was a world where they were a circle and they were trying to be put into a square, if that makes sense, like Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. then it could help. Um, I think um, another book that would help women because I believe the ethical slut yeah. is not just gay. It's more about no, it's yeah, just, yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. I started reading that one as well because I was kind of having that like with relationships. I was like, everyone here is... Is open. Open. I mean, I love it coming in as a third on the weekends, you know, because I, I love me a three. Same. But I'm like, <laughs> but I, you know, anyway. So I kind of read that and that kind of helped me understand like monogamy and like yeah. how that structure. I think it's being bastardized a little bit mm-hmm. now. Like I think that always kind of <laughs> happens with things that yeah. get kind of trendy or popular. You know, I, d- I don't think at its core, well, polyamory is I guess different because it's multiple loves, but ethical non-monogamy, I think we're losing a little bit of the ethical part, mm-hmm. but. No, yeah, I, I agree. I, I can agree with that. But I think it's just, yeah, and a lot of unlearning of like, why, did, why do I think the way I thought when I was like, why do I feel like my value is less with mm. the more men I sleep with? Yes. And that's like, I shouldn't feel that. But I do. And it was like, like a lot why? of women feel that way. And so it's like kind of unpacking that like belief, which is like your values based on like your for your husband or for whatever. And like kind of unpacking that and being like, no, we are sexual creatures. We are beautiful creatures. You shouldn't be ashamed of nudity. You shouldn't be ashamed, like you should be proud of like your body or you should be proud of like who you are. And if you want to like sleep with however many men like that's that's your business and whatever, you know, and kind of just like owning who you are. And like setting that narrative and not giving an actual fuck what other people think. I think that it's, I mean, to me, the fact that you've come from where you came from and that you feel really confident in that is so huge. I think you could teach a ton of people. Well, thank you. I really do. I I, I think like you're a real life example that you can grow up a certain way and then lead a full life. And by full, I mean with dicks. Uh, no, that you can go out and, and like sleep with whoever you want to and mm-hmm. not feel bad about it. Yeah. Because you're honoring yourself. Like I never advocate for if you don't want to sleep with somebody, absolutely don't mm-hmm. do it. Like don't don't dishonor yourself. But, you know, I think a lot of people want to um, hook up with with someone and then stop themselves because of that guilt or that mm-hmm. shame. And I will absolutely link to those books because if they helped you, I they might be able to help well, yeah, other people. Great. Yeah, I think that's great. How do you turn a hookup into a friend since you are oh an expert? I am an expert at that. I mean, it, it's not like I don't really have the, a talk. It's not like we have like a friend zone talk. Okay. That's actually a really hard question because I don't even, I'm trying to think in the past, I think it's more just like the person reads that like you're not going to be something and but you really enjoy being friends Mm. or you really enjoy their company or you really enjoy their vibe but you hooked up and then it's like well if we're not going to date 
Yeah. We can either keep on hooking up or like, but potentially like that turns into something. Are these people where you enjoyed the hookup or you didn't enjoy the hookup or both? I would say both. Like sometimes I did or sometimes I didn't. I just like at that time didn't want to date them or for whatever reason. Like I have some friends that I've hooked up with that are beyond attractive. Oh, I believe it. And I like have friends on them just because I just didn't like for whatever reason it just didn't click. I'm most attracted to like a personality and so I can have sex with a guy who's really hot mm-hmm. and I'm not saying that people that I have friends on are, don't have a personality uh, <laughs> but I'm just saying no, like, for whatever weird. reason like, sometimes it um, clicks and sometimes it yeah, doesn't it, it yeah. doesn't click and so yeah. then it's like well let's just be friends and, yeah. and for the most part I don't really hook up like once I normally and it's nice because if there's with gay men mm-hmm. like there might be sexual tension if mm. you haven't hooked up if you're both attracted to each other, but you're friends. If you hook up at the beginning, the sexual tension's gone, been there, done that. And then you're just friends. So I've had experiences where I haven't hooked up with a, a really hot friend of mine, uh-huh. and like six months in, we're drunk and we hook up. And then that's much harder because it's like, oh, we're like. We like know besties. each other, and, and now we've crossed the I line. I just sucked your dick. Yeah. And you didn't suck mine back. Well, let's talk about that. Like, what's going on? <laughs> Wait, what? Does that happen? Oh, yeah, that happens sometimes. What? Some guys hate giving oral. I happen not to be that kind of guy. So. Whoa, that's so funny. Yeah, some guys that, hate Women are like dick. that, too. I had a moment where I ran into a friend of mine at a restaurant two days ago, and I realized, oh, yeah, I'm actually friends with a lot of people because I dated them. <laughs> I was thinking somebody like that, and then... It, a friend was like, wow, you just like know so many people. And I had this epiphany and I thought, yeah, it's because I've been single for a lot of various years. And I really like will date somebody for a month or a couple of weeks or even three months. And then they become my friend. Mm-hmm. Like I rarely have people that I've dated that I don't associate with. And I don't mean just like one day, like sometimes you just don't hit it off with people. But if we hit it off, why am I going to not be friends with you? And I feel like the way that I kind of transition it is I am really good at taking rejection. I think if you can take rejection really well, it makes that transition a lot easier because so many people don't do that. And then Mm, um, that makes sense. Yeah, that's that's a good testimony to you of the sense that you're able to like the fact that you're still friends with people you've dated in the past that shows that like you're mature enough to be like okay let's just transition this into a friendship i guess i think it's there's probably something that also is negative about it like maybe i have control issues or something i don't know (laughs) but it is really like i do people ask me about that like how are you friends with your exes and since you're so good at turning hookups into friends i figured i would ask you yeah no i i I agree with i mean i kind of when I think about that, when I have had pool parties, a lot of times they're like, who's everyone? I'm like, I dated him, I dated him, I dated him, we hooked up. Like, it's like, and then everyone's like, is this not awkward? Oh, I know. When I followed like, you on Instagram, I was like, every hot man I know that's gay in LA <laughs> follows you. So. History. 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 <laughs> what is a killer move? A move that always works. Um, lower, touching the lower back. Oh, yeah. That would work on me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If a guy, like, you're talking to a guy at a bar and he, like, like caresses your lower back or like just like kind of like softly does it i'm like like Mm. melt yeah yeah do you have a a killer move for sliding into dms um i don't have an actual like line i normally just am like very sarcastic almost in an embarrassing way so that like they either are like this guy's really funny or like don't reply Ooh, feel (laughs) fast yeah love that i love that killer date like what's your ideal date my ideal date is we don't have Publix this year we have ralph's we, I know, but pub subs are know, like the best thing in the world. And I have yet to find a sub that's like a pub sub, but like a sub, like go to a Ralph's get or go to my favorite Bay sub place or something. and get a sandwich and like all the little things and do a picnic on the beach. Not like an actual picnic, but just like a, like a beach date where you like went to a store and you grabbed food. Like, I think that's just the best. Love that. Okay. Date killer. What kills a date? Um, bad breath. That'll do it. Yeah. Yeah, that'll do it. Like garlic. And, and like, I love garlic. I eat garlic. That's the other thing. Like, bad breath. But then, like, I, I kind of answer that with, like, I will not make out with someone who has garlic breath. I can't. But I love Italian food, so I often will have it. But then I just know if I had a You won't shit, kiss I anybody. I just won't kiss anyone. Or I'll, like, go home and gargle. I have totally powered through the bad breath thing. You have? Yeah, I know. 
I sometimes if I just like put my mind on something, I can really focus through anything because I'll just I know it's a one off or it's an anomaly or the thought of it's so weird because I am so kind of um, I'm assertive and okay with having awkward conversations. But there are a few things that like really make me want to just crawl into a hole and and talking about like bad breath or something like smell or or something that somebody can't immediately change makes Mm -hmm. me just want to (laughs) melt. What is one thing in your self-love practice? Oh, um, I like that. So one thing that I do for self-love, and this has helped me so much, is whenever I'm making a decision or whenever I'm just faced at some type of like issue that I have, I always think back on like eight-year-old Nick and how like I would go into my mom's closet and wear her high heels and like just wanted and like I would I just always wanted to like be this like very expressive boy and how I never really like it was all that was in the shadows and and remembering how like suppressed I like my emotions I have a huge if you follow me on Instagram you know I have a huge personality I didn't really have that growing up I had it to little bits and pieces came out but I wasn't able to be my full self and so when I think when I have these issues with self-love it's like I'm gonna do this for eight-year-old Nick or 12-year-old Nick or I'm, I'm not gonna do this for this Nick like this Nick doesn't deserve like 12-year-old Nick doesn't deserve this man or like oh, you know like wow. that sounds weird but like just like the making decisions for that like youthful you because it's easy to have a lot of self-hate mm-hmm. but it's really hard to have self-hate for a younger you, you because you like love and you have so much empathy and you have like so much like love for that your young, younger self but that's still you like there's there's no difference between eight-year-old you and you now it's just you have a lot more wisdom and life experiences but that same girl yeah is living in you right now And so when you think of it that way, it's really easy to love yourself or to make good decisions. I love that. Thank you. I ask everyone this. What is the best love advice you've ever received? I don't know if I've received really good love advice now that I think about it because nothing's coming to my head. I mean, I guess I I remember my two bosses are now like my two dads. So when I say my bosses, they're like like family to me. I remember they told me just once to just never settle for someone who wants me to be less than who I am um, because I'm a lot. And that was really good just because I struggle with that, with like- Dulling down like, your shine down. or your yeah. volume. And like, don't let someone like expect less from you to like fit in their their version of what they want. Oh yeah. You know? <laughs> go find less, babe. Go find <laughs> go less. Go find less. Yeah, if I'm too much for you, go find yeah. less. Nick Norsha, if people want more of you, how do they find you? Oh, well, you can follow me on Instagram or TikTok. At, You're a good follow. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Um, at Nick underscore Norsha. That is spelled N-O-R-C-I-A. It looks like Norcia, but it's Norsha. Yeah, Norsha. And um, if somebody is listening and wants to slide into your DM, what should they say? Oh, um, yeah, no, that's a great question because I'm really bad at <laughs> answering DMs. Okay, well, then that's um, it. Find you on Hinge. Find you on Hinge. <laughs> Hopefully we can match on Hinge. <laughs> Thank you so much for doing this. This was so great. Oh my God, I had so much fun you chatting with you. You are the best. Thank you, Roy. I had so much fun. I loved it. Loved it, loved it, loved it. Loved it.